Tickets are available now online at voanr.org backslash empty ball. This event is supported in part by Sheridan Media. Are high prices of gas keeping you close to home? Let's get you back on the road. This is Matt Brown with Homestar inviting you to sign up for a chance to win one of three $100 gas cards to Farmers Co-op. All you have to do is enter the gas card giveaway sweepstakes presented by Homestar at sharedmedia.com. You can enter one time each day and we'll pick the winners on April 29th. Sign up now and good luck. Pittsburgh Paint, with over 135 years of product expertise, is now available at the Sheridan Commercial Company. Hi, Kurt Smith here. You will now find Pittsburgh Paint at the Sheridan Commercial Company. Pittsburgh Paint is a leader in quality and product innovation and built to perform for the job at hand. Now with two great paint brands, precise color matching, architectural and homeowner paints and coatings, plus a large inventory, it only makes sense to get your paint at the Sheridan Commercial Company at 303 Broadway. Open seven days a week. When you're in pain, it causes stress. Even minor pain is telling you something's not right, and early detection is the best path to relief. Make a call to Dr. Colin Hardy of Atlas Chiropractic. Not only can he alleviate your pain, but also reduce physical stress and boost and maintain proper immune system function. Chiropractic is a natural immune booster. With each adjustment, they're not only supporting the central nervous system through proper spinal function and alignment, but also stimulating and strengthening the immune system by removing nerve interferences and stressors that can drag it down. Call 307-672-6000 for details and scheduling with the top chiropractic clinic in Sheridan, Atlas Chiropractic. This is Dr. Colin Hardy with Atlas Chiropractic. Be sure to ask us about our new patient specials. Take the first step to a better you. Call 672-6000. That's 672-6000. Your healing begins when you pick up the phone. The Colorado Rockies are on Smart Talk 106.3 FM. And we'll take you out to the game as Smart Talk will be broadcasting most of all the Rockies games. Major League Baseball is back and on the air. And the Rockies can be heard on Smart Talk 106.3 FM. Rockies Baseball, brought to you in part by McDonald's, Gateway Mortgage, Blodorn Lumber, Kilpatrick Creations, Dr. Michelle Meehan, and Sears. Smart Talk 106.3 FM, your home for the Colorado Rockies. This is Public Pulse, your information and conversation program, brought to you by Elias and Financial. You can voice your opinion by calling 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. Now, your host for Public Pulse, Floyd Whitey. Good morning and welcome to Public Pulse. Now, this morning I am joined by the chair of the Sheridan Democratic Party, Danielle Arnault, and state central committee man, Rob Davidson. Good morning, Sheridan Democrats. Morning. Now, uh, we're just going to start off. Uh, fundamental differences. What is the difference in belief between the two Wyoming parties when it comes to values and angles? The parties are pretty similar to the end mission statement. Uh, so what's the difference? Well, Floyd, you know, I always love it when you ask me this question because I like to point out that, you know, I think we know a lot of what our differences are, but I really want to point out a lot of our similarities. And uh, like you said, I think that we have a lot more similarities. I think we, 
you know, one big thing for us Wyomingites is that we all want public lands. We want to be able to have access to hunt and fish. And um, believe it or not, Democrats own guns, too. <laughs> yeah, especially in this state, right? Yeah, yeah. And so I think there's a lot of misconceptions. And um, I just believe that in this day, um, politics has got so extreme that was just, you know, that tribalism. You're either with us or against us. And really my... What I just continue to say is my mission is unity and finding a way where we can get along and and find those things that we agree on. Um, what would you say, Rob? What would you say? What would you say was the difference, Rob? I think basically we we uh, really believe that all people should be treated with uh, respect and dignity. Every everybody has access to justice, housing, health care, adequate wage, job safety arts and culture, and a healthy environment, and free and fair elections. And I think there's this real misconception that Democrats just want everything to be free and, you know, let people get health care and pay for people that don't work. And, you know, I think that's a huge misconception because um, I believe in this day and age, everyone's struggling, um, except for, you know, the extremely wealthy, I think. And I think with the pandemic and everything that's gone on in the last couple of years, we've seen um, gas prices go up. And, and I think that um, groceries and I think Democrats want to see everybody do well. Mm-hmm. That's one of the the big things that, you know, I sometimes hear the other side say that they don't want to, you know, foot the bill for other people. And um, I'm not necessarily sure that that's the way we look at it. We just, this is the greatest country in the world. We're one of the wealthiest countries in the world. There's no reason why we shouldn't have access to education, health care. Um, those are things that, you know, we, we should not be having such a huge debate about. Um, that's really one of the differences, I think, um, in the two parties right now. The the public service type uh, difference. If you could pull that mic just oh. a little bit closer, thank you, there thank you. Go. So it, it, basically, everyone's looking for the same end goal, but it's how we get there. Uh, I don't know if they're looking for that. I guess the point I'm making is that. So take me. I'm a single mom. I have a master's degree. Um, I'm have a very good job right now, and I still can't afford to make it. So I'm not. I'm not asking for a handout. I'm asking for um, more help in, in making sure that those things that I need, like health care for my son and I, are going to be affordable for me to access. Yeah. That doesn't mean that I want to stand in line and, you know, ha- get a handout. That means that my $19 an hour job isn't cutting it and that I believe that I work hard. I work 50 hours a week sometimes, and I'm still not making it. And that is ridiculous in mm-hmm. our country. So, um, you know, we this $15 an hour stuff that's been going on, I mean, we're fighting for that. But $15 an hour isn't even enough. You yeah. know, I mean, so I just believe that, you know, I, I really get tired of hearing that we say, you know, that we want to give people handouts. That's not the deal. You know, veterans in our country are suffering, and it's just insane that we have – you know, probably, you know, we have all this money for war and to support everybody else, but yet our own country, and, and I think that's a similarity, right? I hear Republicans say that a lot. I believe the same thing. We need to really try to work our system to where we can take care of each other. Uh, I don't care if you're conservative or progressive or liberal. We're all Americans. 
you know, we're in this boat together. Let's let's try to figure out how we can support each other, regardless mm-hmm. of um, who you vote for. Yeah, yeah. Now, in your 2022 platform release, uh, you state that democracy is facing a perilous moment in our country's history. What are we referencing there? I think a lot of ways is making sure that everybody has a vote and it is equitable and we have free and fair access to uh, the polls and stuff. In Wyoming, we're really fortunate. We do have uh, a good ID system. We do have good access to the polls and our secretary of state and our county clerks worked hard to get that. But a lot of other states, they are really restricting it. Certain political organizations are restricting the voice. They're trying to pit rural voters against people that live in more urban areas and stuff like that. In Wyoming, we consider ourselves a rural state, but still 70% of our population lives in incorporated areas. And every one of those votes need to count. So that definitely brings up something that um, our party has been in the press about is um, redistricting. Absolutely. Um, That's just really, you know, since the last election, there's been 400, over 400 new laws about elections in our country and there was no fraud found and over and over again i just think it's you know um, much to do about nothing but um in our in our state sheridan county we feel like we haven't um, been treated very fairly you know every 10 years when we have the census and we you know count the population and the number of people that have moved into our counties and states that's when our legislators get together and they they draw maps. And um, gerrymandering is a very um, popular word these days. And I feel like when when we look at Sheridan County in the whole state, um, I think a lot of people will would look at the redistricting map and be very surprised that there was all kinds of um, just crazy things that happened in the county. And the reason why they do that is so that they can pick up um, certain voters in certain areas. So um, we really, the Sheridan County Democrats looked into the legalities of that and we were pretty disappointed. And I think we have a pretty good case, but um, we are on a time crunch because it is so close to a midterm election. And we just really like to see the the Wyoming legislature be a little more fair and also um we want to set a precedence that our voters up here republican or democrat are affected by those choices and that we're paying attention up here and that you can't just do whatever you want in wyoming anymore you know there's people that are watching so now the democratic party chose not to file a lawsuit regarding the redistricting of the state uh, what would that lawsuit be based on, and why did the party choose not to file? Because it was – well, because there were districts within Sheridan-Johnson County, particularly in Sheridan County, that were out of deviation. This, the law and the Constitution calls for population shifts to be recognized and try to keep within a 5 or 6% deviation. They went over it in a couple of cases, mainly to preserve uh, districts – particularly House districts, so they're not running against each other and whatever. And so it wasn't about representation. It was about keeping my district intact. It was gerrymandering in a very simple form. The state faced, uh, Wyoming legislature faced a a really large population shift in the 90s and made tough choices 
uh, particularly in Sheridan, Johnson, and Campbell County. But they made those choices and made the votes a lot more equitable across the state. More fair. Yeah, it did. So um, this is this is where we have the basis of the lawsuit. Um, we also have political organizations within this county that advocated for 23 Senate districts, basically giving Weston County or Washington County the same pull in the Wyoming Senate that a uh, Sheridan or Natrona County. And that's not right either. Now, but you chose not to file that. Is there, what was the statement from the Democratic Party in the state? Basically that uh, even though they're outside deviation, we have, is a time crunch. We have people that need to be filing for office next month, starting next month and going forward. And it would have thrown the whole thing into chaos across the state. And uh, that's just not right. So it's really up, it's going to be up, we're still going to watch on it, but it's going to be up to the next legislative session to fix these issues, which they can do. And you see across the United States, I mean, you look at Florida right now, the governor's involved, and yeah. um, they're just doing whatever they want. Uh, so um, we, we're we hoping that um, the legislature, legislators were, will really take this seriously and know that we're we are unhappy about this, and um, hopefully in the future they'll they'll do better. So um, there's only you know two ways that this can be solved, and that's through legal action or through the legislative process. So hopefully they'll um, revisit. And do you? I mean, in, in reality, do you think that the legislature will revisit this task? <laughs> I mean, if we really there, look at there it, are. Some legislators in other parts of the state and even within our Sheridan County that are not happy with this, and we may see uh, movement of some move, sort. Yeah, movement of some sort, if those folks get some support. Yeah. Now, will the Democratic Party kind of push for this in upcoming legislative sessions? I well, I think what the 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 biggest thing that I, I can see coming from the state organization is a push for an independent commission in this state, uh, nonpartisan, which will uh, apportion our state according to the actual shifts of demographics of our state. Um, because when we left it to the legislature this last time, they were involved in so many other red line issues among themselves and gutting themselves that they kind of left this on the back burner until the last moment. And on record, they even said that themselves. Um, several of them, uh, you know, it was kind of a joke to some of them. And um, some of them didn't even vote for it because they didn't agree with how it was done. Mm -hmm. So um, probably won't say any names, but um, if, if you're interested, you can go on and see it all for yourself. Now, we spoke a little bit about uh, some of these voter laws that seem mm -hmm. to be all the, the rage right now mm -hmm. in certain states. Uh, there have been many bills brought before state legislatures over the past two years. Mm -hmm. uh, some have passed. Others have not. What are your thoughts on those voter restriction laws that seem so popular right now as they sweep through the nation, especially within these red states? Well, we've even had the movement here in Wyoming to do things like restrict access to absentee ballots, uh, doing away with drop boxes, doing away with uh, 
anything but in-person voting just on election day. You know, and it, sorry, Rob, but yeah. it just affects so many people, that absentee mm-hmm. voting. I mean, you think about your elder population, people that can't get to the polls physically. Um, we have a lot of snowbirds in this um, state that are out of town during elections. Um, I mean, it's just really too bad. A lot of sickly people. Mm-hmm. Um, we saw that with the pandemic. You know, there's a lot of people that just can't get out to vote. And so having those absentee votes um, or ballots is really, um, it's convenient. It's, you know, and it's smarter to vote absentee. Myself, I vote absentee because I want to take my ballot and I want to do the research. Because if I'm at the polls and there's a, um, you know, some kind of law 497 bill, whatever, and I have no idea what that is. How do I vote for that, you know, um, educationally? I yeah. mean, I want to be able to – I take my ballot. I look stuff up online. I, I call – I've called the elections office and said, hey, what is this about? Please explain it to me. That's how I vote. And so I can't imagine if you had no idea, you know, what was going on and you go to the polls and you just you just check check things check something as you go along yeah i just think it's a definitely a better way to go um of course we don't want people to cheat but there's very little evidence i mean that's why our democracy works is because we have free and fair elections and you know sometimes it's known that when people can't win they start to cheat so we we don't um we don't think that there's any cheating and involved in um, voting absentee, and we're just—it's just a waste of time. And it's—it's it's look over here at something so you don't see us doing something over here. Right, right. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, did you have something else? I just that my first three elections that I was in Wyoming, I voted absentee because I was an out-of-state worker. I yeah. In oil field. Lived and here, I, worked out there. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, a lot of people do that yeah. within the state. It's almost should almost be our second state motto. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we export people. <laughs> exactly. All right. When we return, we're going to continue with the Sheridan County Democratic Party. This is Public Pulse on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM, Sheridan. supply department continues to expand at the Sheridan Commercial Company. Hi, Kurt Smith here. Need office supplies? We're here to help. We're adding more in-stock items all the time. You can also go online to SheridanCommercial.com and view over 42,000 office supply items that you can have delivered to your office or to our store. We'll even deliver them. SheridanCommercial.com is an office supply mega website. The Sheridan Commercial Company office supply department inside at 303 Broadway or online at SheridanCommercial.com. Bookkeeping. Let's face it, it's not one of your favorite things to do. In fact, it's not most people's favorite thing. There you sit, looking at all that paper, taxes, bills, budget. And if you own your own business, you could feel like you're drowning in paperwork. Don't be frustrated. Contact Cloud Peak Accounting. After all, they're the people that actually enjoy that kind of thing. With their easy-to-use website, you can do business with them from the comfort of your own home. Visit cloudpeakcpa.com. 
The Bighorn Home Builders invite you to the Home and Garden Show this weekend at the Ramada Plaza. Check this week's Country Bounty for the official Bighorn Home Builders Home and Garden Show magazine. This magazine will guide you through many of the vendors and the events taking place this weekend. You'll find articles on how to protect and beautify your home, register for an Adirondack furniture set, or a gas fire pit table. The Home Builders magazine, you'll find it in this week's Country Bounty. You've been procrastinating. Admit it. Your car's been needing a tune-up, but you've just been so busy being awesome. How awesome will that summer road trip be when your car breaks down, leaving you stranded? Perhaps scheduling an appointment with Midas to get that tune-up is a good idea. They'll let you know what needs fixing and what can wait. If you need shocks and struts, you'll save up to 100 bucks through April 30th. Keep your car running safely with a few more coins in your pocket at Midas Tire and Auto in Sheridan. When you think Frackletons, you think big steaks or pasta dishes or even pan-seared duck breast. But we have another option called our small plates and starters menu. Sweet potato fries or truffle fries. You might want to go a different direction with calamari or ahi tuna poke bowl. Maybe New Zealand green lip mussels. All on our small plates and starters menu. Frackletons, fine food and spirits. Where good food is good mood. Main Street, downtown Sheridan. Join the Sheridan Community Land Trust on Thursday, April 21st as we celebrate an early Earth Day spring cleanup. From 5.30 to 7 p.m., we'll pick up any trash and collect recyclables at Malcolm Wallet Park and along the Green Room Trail. We'll also take care of any light trail maintenance. Bring your bikes and take a fun ride or hike after we're done. Visit SheridanCLT.org to sign up and we'll see you at Malcolm Wallet Park on Thursday, April 21st for our early Earth Day spring cleanup. Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse, brought to you by Eliason Financial. I'm Floyd Whiting. With me this morning is the chair of the Sheridan Democratic Party, Danielle Arnault, and state central committee man, Rob Davidson. Now, we're discussing the platform of the Sheridan County Democratic Party. We've also touched on redistricting and some of those election bills that we're seeing kind of sweep the nation. Now, uh, Democratic Party, you have a convention coming up, correct? Uh, What are the details on that? Oh, yes. Uh, So we're very excited. Our convention is going to be this Saturday, April 23rd, uh, starting at 1030 to 130. And we're going to have lunch and we're going to do some business, which is what the convention is for, is we pick delegates to send to our um, state convention And then we also discuss our platform and if we want to make any changes to that, um, which the delegates that get selected will go on to the state and discuss um, uh, the platform and the things we stand for. And we'll discuss things that are going on, like um, bills and uh, legislation across the state. So it's really informative, educational, fun. Um, We try to make it... um, you know, a fun gathering um, where we can fellowship with like-minded people. And really, um, we, we're we just really wanting people to know that um, we, we're, we don't have a hateful, you know, rhetoric. We want people to know that we're fun-loving and that we're going to be um, trying to unite. And, you know, there's a lot more Democrats registered in Sheridan County than people think. And um, I think that we're excited about, you know, inviting people and asking people to bring friends 
Um, even, you know, you don't have to be a registered Democrat to come to the convention if you want to come and, um, of course, just to see what we're about. Um, I think that's probably, we get to choose uh, up to 14 delegates to send to um, the state convention, which will be in Rock Springs. <laughs> Good old Rock Springs will will give their little town some business. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, we're excited about it. Uh, we, we're very active in the county, so this is just one thing we're working on right now, but we have all kinds of things going on. Now, uh, if if someone wants to take part in this uh, in, in just a couple of days, just four short days away, mm-hmm. where do I go and what time? It'll be at the First, First Christian Church here in town. It will be, uh, you will have to come in and register, and uh, you'll, the guests are allowed, but also only registered Democrats can actually vote in any of the convention proceedings. So if somebody is curious, uh, say you've got a swing voter out there, and they're like, well, I just want to see what they're it, about. They yeah. can attend, but they won't vote. Right. Yeah, it, that, that part is only for, for uh, actually registered Democrats. And we'll get those poll lists from the uh, county clerk right today. So if you've been registered within the last four days, you can you can still participate at that level. Uh, but like Danielle said, it, it's mostly to um, be together and uh, you know join in our principles and and find out and visit with other uh, folks in the county that are Democrats. It is also a chance for someone to go to the state convention and participate, which is basically a larger county convention across the state, but also meet with uh, state leaders and uh, some of our Democrats that are in the legislature in local governments and stuff like that across the state. And how many – you said you needed 14? Yes. yes. So 14 representatives – from our community, right, we'll head to this convention, and we haven't picked those fourteen as of yet. No, generally uh, during our convention years, these delegates are elected, basically anybody that's nominated for it, and then, but we also can uh, select delegates after the convention to go if somebody wants to go that didn't attend the convention. Now, I've, um, we've run out of time. But mm-hmm. I've got one more question for oh. you. <clears throat> what would you like the swing voters here in Sheridan County to know about the Democratic Party of Sheridan County? You've got somebody out there who, who like myself, independent. Mm-hmm. I don't declare. Uh, what would you tell someone like me? Well, I believe that we're the party of hope and um, positivity. I don't want to have the pessimistic politics of you know, oh, gas and oil, oh, what are we going to do? I want to say let's find some ways to diversify our economy and get some uh, affordable housing um, and, yeah, join us and see what you think. So maybe you can come to the convention, Floyd. (laughs) I tend to stay away from those things. Uh, (laughs) Rob, what would you tell him? I would tell him that we are, you know, we are about affirming the better qualities of our community, that, we have, we do believe in justice. We do believe in access. And that, I think, that being affirmative like that in our community is the biggest thing that sets, that you really need to come consider us. And, you know, when we, you know, on the issues that we really believe in. Yeah. 
All right. Well, I want to thank you both for coming in today. I greatly appreciate it, and best of luck in the convention. All right. When we return, we're going to speak with the Sheridan Community Land Trust. This is Public Pulse on 930K, are we? At 103.9 FM, Sheridan. With more than 30 years of providing excellent service to Sheridan area businesses, Parker Mellinger has the knowledge and expertise to help solve your bookkeeping problems, answer questions about IRS notices, and discuss your business concerns. Schedule a review of your financial records today and we'll find solutions that work best for you. Ask about our exclusive fixed price agreement, one annual fee, unlimited phone calls and meetings. Parker Mellinger, 1811 South Sheridan Avenue, Sheridan. Stiefel, our focus is on you, your needs, and your goals. You won't be plugged into a one-size-fits-all model. This is Jeff Tomlinson, financial advisor and branch manager at Stiefel. We practice a service model where our clients can share their vision and ask questions. Regardless of your situation, our guidance is driven by your investment needs. Call us at 307-672-3434 to talk about your financial goals. Steeple Nicholas and Company Incorporated, member SIPC and NYSE. Are you ready to begin your college journey but aren't sure where to start? At Sheridan College, we are here to help guide you every step of the way. Stop by anytime Monday through Friday during business hours to meet with an enrollment expert and get your questions answered. With over 50 programs of study, we truly have something for everyone. For a complete list of degree programs available, go to Sheridan.edu. Apply today. Registration for summer and fall semesters is open. Sheridan College, begin your journey. Spring weather has brought in some great new faces onto the lot at Hammer Chevrolet, Troy Baker. Well, we just got in the 2019 Honda Pilot, under 30,000 miles and priced at $37,795. We have a 2018 Volkswagen Tegan Premier with 28,000 miles for $33,595. And a 2019 Chevy Colorado ZR2 Diesel, a fun everyday driver truck or test it out on the mountains for $46,495. The lot is changing daily, so come on down and see the great pre-owned lineup of cars, trucks, and SUVs. Hammer Chevrolet online, hammerchevy.com. Do you love what you do? Well, I do. Hi, this is Jill Bates with Best Real Estate. I have the pleasure of working with many amazing people every day, assisting them with the next chapter, whether buying or selling. Real estate is not just looking at pretty homes. There are lots of hoops, steps, and challenges to overcome and people to coordinate to achieve a successful closing. We don't expect you to know what to do. You don't do this every day like we do. Let me and my outstanding and caring team at Best Real Estate be your guide and make the start of your next chapter a success. Give us a call today, 675-BEST. As always, make it a great day. Brokered by EXP. Hi, this is Dan Marshall with Captain Clean, and I'm proud to be a part of Wyoming's premier cleaning company. Whether we are extracting flood water from your home, cleaning a valued oriental rug, or helping you breathe healthier by air washing your ductwork, we are committed to ensuring our service is the best and our prices fit your budget. Call Captain Clean today, 672-0726, or stop by any time and tour our rug cleaning facility located in the heart of downtown Sheridan. We clean more for you. Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse, brought to you by Eliason Financial. I'm Floyd Whiting. For the second half of our show this morning, I am joined in the studio by the Sheridan Community Land Trust Director of Marketing and Development, Mr. Chris Verba. And over the phone, we are joined by Executive Director of Science Kids, Dr. Julie Reeder. Good morning, and Dr. Reeder, welcome to the show. 
Thank you very much. Thanks for having me call in. Oh, no worries. I hope you're feeling a, a little bit better. I'm doing my best, so if I if I start coughing, Chris is going to just take over. <laughs> <laughs> He'll jump right in. He's really good at doing that. Uh, now, now, Science Kids, uh, a great program. Dr. Reeder, can you tell us what this is? So Science Kids is a nonprofit based out of Sheridan, Wyoming. We've got a second campus in Cody, Wyoming. And our primary offering is summer classes in the summertime um, for, for young kids ages 6 to 12. Um, all across the sciences, from physics to biology to learning about pollinators and birds, anything within the sciences goes. So, so we have that as sort of our main offering, but then we partner with great organizations in town, like the Sheridan Community Land Trust, to offer science learning opportunities for the community. So that's who we are. Uh, now, a fantastic idea. Uh, when I was in college this last time, I was going uh, to a lot of biology classes, and they allowed me to bring my daughter along with me as often as possible during some of these labs that we would do outside. She learned more doing that kind of stuff than sitting in a classroom. Uh, I mean, this is this is really involved, isn't it, Doctor? Uh, absolutely. I mean, I, I watch these kids outside, and they, they're learning, but they don't even know it. It's, it's just effortless. <laughs> Because they're learning through play and through exploration and discovery and and getting muddy and wet like kids love to do and and we're just layering in the science on top of that and and they don't even realize all of the information and knowledge they're picking up along the way and years from now they'll be out playing and they'll say, "I know what that flower is, I know what that bird is, and I know how it operates. I think that's absolutely amazing how did How did this idea come about? Well, it, the whole nonprofit was started in 2009 by Sarah Mentok. So she was founder of the organization and executive director until about a year and a half ago. Um, so this was a passion of hers. She started small, eventually bought a little 15-passenger bus. And so we, we get kids hopping on the bus and going out to these beautiful open spaces in Wyoming to learn science. But that was the beginning. And, and Sarah comes from a lineage of other people in her family who are, who are doing similar offerings, similar um, nonprofits, um, with the goal of just getting people outside and connecting with nature and learning in those sort of effortless moments of being outside. The biggest lab we can have right outside. <laughs> and That's uh, right. You know, we are really <laughs> lucky to be around here. Now, now, Chris, what is Unplug with Discovery Sessions? Oh, a spoonful of sugar helps the <laughs> science in go down. <laughs> Debut right here. Yeah, right. <laughs> hey, we ought to cut it live, out. Live on air. <laughs> hey, it's just because it isn't trail miss season now doesn't mean I can't keep my uh, dulcet pipes in tone. Uh, so what is Unplug? Unplug is very simply that. It's that being able to get kids out. Sometimes they get quite dirty. We'll talk about mug bugs and fish a little bit down the line. But our first one is coming up on Thursday, April 28th, starting at 5 p.m., and that is Herons at Home. And so we have the good fortune of having a really cool heron rookery right here on the south edge of town that folks have an opportunity to observe so we're going to have some spotting scopes out there and some knowledge. This was an absolutely fantastic opportunity uh, for folks to be able to come out and learn. And, you know, while we call it science, kids, that doesn't mean you can't be young at heart, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, you know, we welcome people of all ages to come. Obviously, these are targeted more towards uh, 
kids who are ages like 5 to 11, 5 to 12, but at the end of the day, we're not going to turn anybody away who wants to come out and spot some herons from the spotting scopes and learn a little bit about them and, and be able to take in an experience and learn and understand more about what makes our Wyoming Wonderland just so dang wonderful. So that's from 5 to 6, Thursday, April 28th. Uh, we ask everybody to park and meet at Sportsman's Warehouse, and we'll walk over to the site from there. And uh, you know what? Dr. Julie Reeder, because she is avid about all things avies, and that's birds, folks. So there's your, uh, there's your, <laughs> your, your science lesson for the day right there. Now, now, Doc, can you tell me about the herons at home? These are pretty elusive creatures, aren't they? I mean, I've lived in Wyoming for the majority of my life. And I've only seen a very small handful of these, um, what I feel is probably one of our most beautiful birds. Uh, can you tell me a little bit about them? Well, so if you're, if you're not in the right spot, in the right habitat, you wouldn't find a great blue heron. So you've got to get yourself to a place where there's some open water, and, and that's where you'll find herons fishing. Um, they're they're pretty opportunistic. They'll eat anything from frogs to fish to snakes, anything they can really nab in their beak but if you're not in those locations you won't find them and that's that's um in juxtaposition to a sandhill crane right so the sandhill cranes another long-legged long-necked bird very tall say four four and a half feet tall those birds frequent our open pasture lands and rangelands and and they're more um hunting for things in the grasses and so two very different species similar look but you've really got your, got to get yourself into the right habitat to be able to to view them. We're lucky in Sheridan with this rookery, as Chris was just mentioning. It's sort of like you can sit there and watch their lives unfold right before your eyes. So we'll get to watch mating behavior and um, individuals coming and bringing sticks to the nests and their posturing and their displays to each other to form their pair bonds. It's a really great opportunity to watch wild creatures in their natural habitat, um, this time in a big, huge tree where they're building these stick nests in the very top of an old cottonwood. And how fascinating. Uh, what other aspects of science will we be learning about these uh, beautiful creatures? Are we going to go over anatomy and things like that, uh, migration behavior? Absolutely, yeah. So we'll, we'll sort of take our cues from the herons and take our cues from the audience. So Unplug is a family-friendly event. Everyone is welcome to attend. And last year, we had about 54 people show up. And, and really, those questions from the audience are really exciting because they point out things that wouldn't necessarily um, be on my top list of questions, but they turn out to be fabulous. And then we, we sort of follow that line of inquiry. So we'll talk about um, mating behavior, nesting behavior, the phenology of nests over time, when we might come back and see the, the eggs hatching, adults bringing meals to the youngsters on these nests. We'll talk about that, their habitats. Also, as you say, their anatomy, right? How, how big and tall are these creatures? How much do they weigh? How much can they swallow? They swallow the most amazingly gigantic fish. So the whole effort is to try and get people excited about what's right there in their backyard unplugging from the screens and the phones and getting ourselves outside to experience it. Actually seeing science, seeing nature take place as opposed to watching a video. And now, now, we've got some other great activities coming up as well. In June, pack your own picnic. What is this? 
Well, I believe it's you pack up a picnic that you bring with you up to Red Grade Trails. You enjoy the picnic. And then at 6 p.m. on Thursday, June 30th, uh, you'll join uh, Dr. Reader and myself, and we're going to take you on an all-senses scavenger hunt. So you know, Red Grade Trails is an absolutely beautiful, wonderful place uh, you know, full of fun stuff to find, and you can see it, you're going to hear it, you're going to touch it, you're going to smell it, and, you know, maybe if the season's right, maybe just taste it too. Oh, that's fantastic. What kind of things are we going to be looking for, Chris, on the scavenger hunt? Well, I'll turn that over to Dr. Reader because she knows exactly what's in that scavenger hunt, so she can give a preview. Doc, what are we going to be looking for out there in June? Did we lose you, Doc? Oh, I'm right here. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, what are we going to be looking for in June? So we're going to be looking for anything that appeals to our senses. We're going to be looking for color all across the spectrum, textures from soft and fuzzy to prickly, um, things that we smell with our nose from fresh flowers to the smell of soil warming in the sun, and and um, experiencing all we can on that um, Tinker Trail for the real young attendees and the Prairie Loop for those who want to walk a mile. So there'll be two and, separate uh, trails that we can take. Yes, yes. So we will have people stationed out along the trails to help guide and answer questions, and then we'll gather back in the parking lot to share what we found. And so the goal is not necessarily to identify things to the level of species or put a name on it, but to experience it with our senses. Um, and so in that way, we'll, we'll gather back in the, in the parking lot to talk about what we found. And, and if we can get to the level of species, we will. So we'll find wonderful wildflowers in full bloom there. Probably we'll have broad-tailed hummingbirds whizzing by with their kind of trilling sound of their wings. We'll, we'll have all sorts of discoveries that people will make on their own and then share as, as a group. Now, when this was developed, I just have a question. Was the goal to basically teach children the diversity of the ecosystem here within Sheridan County? I mean, or, or I mean, what was the ultimate goal at the end here? So, so for science kids, that was certainly the goal to, to get kids outside connecting with nature and open spaces in Wyoming. Um, and, and we've kind of expanded the repertoire to include physics and geology and paleontology. So, so there's a breadth of science that's, that is embedded within the classes we offer for young kids. But this partnership with the land trust kind of expands our reach. So now we can offer these sort of learning moments to families. And, and most often those unplug events are geared towards experiencing our outdoor Wyoming, um, the precious places that we, we can explore and, and pay more attention to when you slow down to take the time. So, so in Unplug and in pairing with the land trust, um, science kids can then um, offer these things to, to everybody from ages 2 to 102. Everybody's welcome. And we can take advantage of, uh, as we said before, that lab right outside of the door. Uh, now, one of those things coming up in July, this one sounds uh, pretty interesting to me. I actually studied under a biologist who studied bats. But we are going to be going to a bat 
Park in July. Uh, this help me understand this one. We are going to be going to South Park. South Park. We got a lot July. of bats down there. It, it is a bit of a bat park down there at times, uh, but we'll be going on a bat walk, and that was a typo on my part. I apologize. <laughs> no, but, you're but, all right. But you know what? Come on out to we'll the call it bat area bat park. Because, yeah, so I this think, is I think cool we can part. call we it have, a bat uh, park. <laughs> we have Mason Lee from uh, the University of Wyoming, and she'll be up. And she's going to actually utilize some really cool technology that will help us. Well, and this is uh, everybody out there in Radio Land. I am doing the finger quotes right now. But uh, <laughs> we'll be able to see the bats as they're foraging above us and actually be able to identify them. Oh, that's incredible. Yeah. Now, Doctor, how many uh, different types of bats do we have here in Wyoming and, and specifically in our area? Oh, my gosh, I wish Mason was on the call. She is a full-fledged bat ambassador, so she is the perfect one to answer these questions. I wish I knew the answer. When we were at South Park last year with Mason, we saw three different species. Oh, I say saw. We did see some bats in the sky, but most importantly, we could hear them and see their call signatures on a device that Mason had brought along. And that helps identify the species. So we found three species last year, which was really exciting. So um, the whole point of this bat walk is to educate us all about the ecosystem services bats provide. What do they bring to our communities that we're not even aware of in terms of insect control, even some pollination when you go to different parts of the world. Um, and Mason is fabulous at sharing her knowledge and then taking us all on this walk where we discover bats together. And I think that's fantastic because a lot of people think bats and they automatically think, you know, kind of a, a negative uh, idea, you know, uh, flying rats or, or vampires or someone's going to hurt, you know, something rabies is <laughs> usually associated. <laughs> so people have a negative ideal about uh, about bats when the fact of the matter is they are so important to the uh, ecosystem in our area. And and when you touched on insect control and pest control, those things are absolutely vital. They eat I don't know how many pounds of insects uh, a, a night when they all take to the sky, but it is considerable, isn't it, Doc? Considerable, considerable. And Mason talks all about those bits of information. She does a great job of engaging the community in an educational moment before we go out on that walk. So it, it's not to be missed. I, I was absolutely mesmerized last year, and I think you all will be too. And, and of course, little boys uh, are going to love going out there and, and, and seeing bats and, you know, watching on the equipment to see how this is recorded and how we can actually track bats, I think, is absolutely fascinating. Now, coming uh, yes. uh, when we go to August, mud, bugs, and fish at Thorn Rider Park. Now, uh, what about mud, bugs, and fish will we be learning? Well, you're going to be able to learn everything that lurks within in, on, and around the waters of Goose Creek. So we have folks from Game and Fish who are actually going to bring up seines and nets and probably their backpack fishing, uh, electrofishing gear that will allow them to be able to show us some of the fish. Of course, with the nets, you're going to be able to get in the water uh, and actually catch some of them uh, and be able to you know, 
hold them, identify them, see what's there. It's not just stock or rainbow trout out there in the water. There's a ton of small species. I'm really hoping we're going to turn over a handful of stone cats myself. Oh, wow, yeah. Have you ever heard of a stone cat? I, I, I don't think I have. What are we describing, or what does it look like? I may have seen one without knowing it. They are, if you would see one without knowing it, they would look like uh, like a really tiny baby catfish. But they have a very flat head on them, not to be confused with a flathead catfish. But uh, they live down in the rocks and in the substrate. And they don't usually get more than about 10, 11 inches. Uh, and they're just tiny little catfish. Now, uh, are these bullfish or is that something different? Because when I was a kid, we used to catch these very small, muddy-looking catfish. And we just called them bullfish and you threw them back. Uh, you might be talking bullhead. Okay. Uh, would be my guess there. But you also might have been catching stone cat because stone cat are actually native uh, up in that area. Well, I take that back. You came out of Teton, so you're on the other side of the valley. There probably weren't any native ones there. But that's not to say they might not have migrated across the Right, mountain. you never like know, right? fish around, right? Anyway, so you get to see these things. Um, in addition to that, you'll also be able to get some kick nets and whatnot and look for all the mic- uh, macro invertebrates in the water. And we have some fantastic folks, Jason Martineau and Emily Iman, doing a heck of a job with that. And Carrie Rogoshevsky and the uh, Sheridan County Conservation District will also be out there showing some of the water quality sampling. So it'll be a fun time all around. Absolutely. Now, uh, we do have something coming up in May, which is why there's not going to be an unplugged event in May. Uh, I've only got two minutes left. Uh, can you tell me about the special half-day event and, and how we can take part? Oh, we're so very excited. So Science Kids is partnered with Wyoming PBS. Um, Wyoming PBS is one of four stations across the nation that's been selected to offer this program. It's a launch of the 40th year anniversary of the film series Nature on PBS. And the film that we're showing at Kinison Hall is called My Garden of a Thousand Bees. It's free and open to the public. It starts at 1 p.m. on May 21st. Head to Sheridan College, watch the film, and then afterwards we have the filmmaker whose name is Martin Dorn. He's out of Bristol, England. We've got Fred Kaufman, the executive producer of Nature, and we have Katie Fenn from World Wildlife Fund, all on expert panel that are going to be there to answer questions and receive questions and do an answer um, session with the public. After that, we head outside for four learning stations so people can then learn how to do this work in their own backyards, wildscape for bees, build uh, habitat for bees, meet the pollinators, learn how to track what's coming to your yard and coming to the flowers. And everybody gets a packet of seeds to take home. So the concept is with this launch of this amazing film, everyone gets a package of seeds to take home, plant well, that new is, wildflowers at home. That is, uh, that is amazing. I, I hate to cut you off, Doc, but we've run out of time. Uh, I want to thank you for calling in. And, and Chris, as always, thanks for coming into the studio. I greatly appreciate it. All right. You've been listening to Thanks Public so Pulse much. on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM.
Sheridan. Ready for a new career? True Build Builders, Sheridan's leader in custom post frame buildings and homes for over 24 years, is expanding their workforce and is currently taking applications for all skill levels. You'll work for a community oriented building company that's been supporting local sports teams, rodeo, FFA, 4 H, and more. You'll be offered a competitive wage depending on your experience with an opportunity for advancement and training. Contact Jim or Brenda at True Build Builders, 752-0631, or email truebuildjobs at vcn.com. I'm here with Candace Crane from Sheridan Honda. Tommy, hi. It's officially spring, which means we're cleaning our cars more often, but are you paying attention to the quality of air inside your car? No. What do I need to do? Well, you got to change your air filter, Tommy. Get the pollutants and dust out of your cab and replace it with fresh filtered air. Does Sheridan Honda do that? Of course, yes. We service all makes and models, and for the month of April, we are offering a 50% discount on all cabin air filters. So give us a call or just stop in and see us. Great advice, Candace. Get your vehicle summer ready at Sheridan Honda. McDonald's restaurants in Sheridan and Buffalo are currently looking to fill part-time and full-time positions. The benefits include pay of up to $15 per hour. And even better, you can work today and get paid tomorrow. Benefits include health insurance, paid vacation, tuition assistance, flexible scheduling, food discounts, and more. If part-time works better, there are a variety of part-time positions that are extremely flexible. Apply today in person. McDonald's in Sheridan and Buffalo. Compass Center for Families invites you to join us for our 2022 Sheridan County Light of Hope Breakfast, Friday, April 29th at the Ramada Plaza. Doors open at 7 a.m. and the program begins at 7.30. This free breakfast celebrates and honors our CASA volunteers who make a difference in the lives of neglected and abused children in Sheridan County. We'll also be honoring the food group as this year's champion for children. Call 675-2272 to RSVP today. Hi, this is Elizabeth. And JT with EBA Hearing and Sound. Hearing well is living well, and we're here to help. Not only are we able to provide premier hearing aid technology with Bluetooth and AI, but we can address the environment in which you are hearing. Our sound consultation services tailor solutions to fit your needs. Whether at work, at church, or at home, if you're struggling to hear, we can help. Call EBA Hearing and Sound today, 674-8920. That's 674-8920. Volunteers of America is excited to announce the Empty Bowl event is back. Join us at the Sheridan Fairgrounds on April 28th from 5 to 6.30 for great soups, live music, and family-friendly fun. Your ticket purchase provides important services for our neighbors in need. Tickets are available now online at voanr.org backslash Empty Bowl. This event is supported in part by Sheridan Media. Broadcasting from the Jill Bates and Best Team Studio, brokered by EXP. K-R-O-B-I. 